This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. And always, always, always to your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Big shout out. I got to do this right at the top, Harry Douglas. Big shout out to one of my friends that listens to us all the time. He is part of the people who take care of Freddie Coleman's teeth. Want to make sure that I don't have any yuck mouth situations. So Mike is a huge fan of our show, especially on Mondays when we have happy hour with Herm Edwards at five o'clock each and every Monday. So I want to give him a shout out today. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate you listening. If Well, you, not if you know that this show is a community show and we're Absolutely. here for y'all, just like y'all are here for us. Freddie, shout out to Mike, baby. No doubt about it. And Mike and I did not get in any kind of conversation or arguments like you have the elderly yesterday. <laughs> on, your way, on your way to the show after leaving New Orleans, after doing the Lions taking on the New Orleans Saints. It was a healthy conversation. Yes, it was. Yes, healthy, it was. Healthy. I, I got to take your word for it because I don't have, you know, the other people who were part of that discussion, <laughs> that civil discourse that you said was going on at the airport. Did, did you say this was your dentist, Freddie? Yes, Dr. Edelson's office, yes. Mm-hmm. I can't stand, not maybe. Okay, this ought to be good. When, De- when Devin Kane starts it with this, this is going to be good. Yes, and I, love, I love when people talk to me. I like to, I like yeah. to converse with people, but right. you're trying to talk to me while you're cleaning my teeth, and uh-huh. I, I can't talk to you. Like I'm, I can't have a full-on conversation. Now, see, my hygienists are really good at not doing that. Whether it's Laura or Yolanta, they're really good at not it's doing before that. before and after, Absolutely. Brother Dev. No before question. and after. Exactly. But Devin's right. They're, I, they're asking me questions, and I, I'm like, I, I can't respond the way I like, want to. Like, let, me, let, me, let, let us hear how you sound when you try to answer, Dev. I don't think we should. <laughs> Devin, you know, how, how's work? Devin Kane, you know, glad, how's work going? Right, like, what are you doing for the holidays? Uh-huh. Where yeah. are you going? I'm just uh, like, uh, 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 uh. Yes, I've been to that place myself. <laughs> because they can understand where they have all that stuff around and trying to take care of your teeth as far as that goes. So it's kind of hard that civil discourse at the dentist's office when they're working on your teeth. But in an hour, it will not be a civil discourse situation. The Freddie and Harry NFL Selection Committee makes its debut. We, meaning Harry and I, will determine the four best teams in the NFL and the two teams left out. And I guarantee you, that Devin Kane and Shannon Penn will have a lot to say about that as our producers in an hour. The Freddie and Harry NFL Selection Committee, meeting Harry and I, will determine the four best teams in the NFL and the two teams that are left out. And you're never left out. You can always be a part of Freddie and Harry Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. So hit us up at 888-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the list taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. We got an hour until that thing, but we always kick things off with... The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. All right, Harry Douglas, give the Bengals a lot of credit. They had their backup quarterback. Jake Browning looked a lot better in week two being a backup quarterback, now starting quarterback, than he did in week one. They get the win in overtime, 34-31 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. But nobody, nobody, nobody is talking about that. Everybody, everybody, everybody is talking about Trevor Lawrence suffering a high ankle sprain in that loss last night to Jaguars quarterback. Immediately when I saw that, I said, if he's out for more than a significant amount of time, I'm not worried so much about a top seed that could be out of their way. Potentially, a playoff berth could go by the wayside if Trevor Lawrence is missing from this team 
for any significant time in their final games down the stretch. Yeah, things could get really, really crazy in the National Football League, and especially for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Freddie, right now I believe Jacksonville, they have the three seed. They have the three seed or the four seed four right seed. now. The four, four seed, seed at the moment. Yeah, they're behind Kansas um, City, Baltimore, and Miami. But this injury, a high ankle sprain, I've been there. I've done it. I've had it. It took me about two and a half, three weeks. Really? At the fastest, right? Okay. That's, that was the fastest. Um, normally, it's a, what, three to five week span before a player can get back and start playing. Very unfortunate mm. injury last night for Trevor Lawrence. Mm. His own offensive lineman stepping on his, his foot. And I'm glad it's just that because from the looks of things, I thought it could potentially be an ACL, an MCL, the way he his knee bent up and he bent backwards. And you can tell at that moment that he was probably screaming as it was happening. He threw and, his helmet down like he was trying to throw it underneath the stadium down in Jacksonville last night. And, and thank goodness it, it it isn't anything else serious. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But last night, man, Jacksonville had an opportunity. They had an opportunity to win this game versus the Cincinnati Bengals and have the number one seed in the AFC as a conference. Them losing that game last night opened up Pandora's box for them potentially not winning the division because you do have the Indianapolis Colts and also you have the Houston Texans that are right behind them, one game behind them in that division. Also, now things have opened up. And if you're Jacksonville, you have to fight for your lives because mm-hmm. there's an op- there's a, p- a potential that you might not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You just can't say, hey, Jacksonville's going to win all these games when you have a backup quarterback playing and things might not look like it looked with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, especially at Cleveland next week, home versus Baltimore. They're campaigning for a top Oof. seed. And then you add the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are trying to get into the playoffs mm-hmm. out of the NFC South dealing with your Atlanta Falcons in that division. You mentioned the update on Trevor Lawrence's injury. We got one from his head coach, Doug Peterson, in terms of what's gone on. And could he play this week against Cleveland? So starting with Trevor, obviously, it's just a right high ankle sprain. Uh, everything's stable. Everything looks good. And, and we'll see where he is here in a couple of days. Is there a legitimate possibility that Trevor could play this week? I'm not going to put that timetable on Trevor. I'm not going to put him in a box like that, but uh, we'll see how he is in a couple of days. In other words, no, they don't believe he's going to play on Sunday yep. because he did not answer that question definitively. But when he said it's just a high ankle sprain, boy, Doug Peterson, that's a faithful man right there. There are a lot of things that are just, just a high ankle sprain should never, ever, ever go in the same sentence, especially when that guy, Trevor Lawrence, has started all 46 possible games since he was drafted number one overall in 2021. Yeah, when he had a knee injury earlier this season, right, we questioned and wondered if Trevor Lawrence was going to go out on Thursday night football and be able to play a game. He was able to overcome that and still be there for his football team. High ankle spring is a little bit different. Right, because it's different from a normal ankle sprain that's lower on the ankle and you're able to, you know, possibly fight through those. The high ankle sprains, they take more time, right? A lot more time. And like I mentioned earlier, Freddie, I've been through every ankle sprain possible. I've been through a Liz Frank injury in the foot. Mm -hmm. The high ankle sprains, man, they're the worst because you really can't gauge them. It got to a point to where just for me to play when I was coming back from one, I used to have to get dry needling all the way up my shin. All the way in my ankle just my, to take pain yeah. away and take 
a lot of things, uh, discomfort out of my out of my foot. My wife just told me about that because she goes to therapy because she has back issues and everything. And when she mentioned dry needling, I was like, I'm sorry, what's that now? And then she showed me the paperwork. I'm thinking it's almost like acupuncture. Yep. Yeah, but when she told me about it's, that, it's, it's a little it's a little bit deeper. Acupuncture okay. is not as as deep as dry needling. Okay. Uh, but dry needling, I, I recommend it to anyone, especially if you're feeling some discomfort in your body because it really it really is helpful uh-huh okay. um, i i used to do it every single week i still now at times go and get it done if i feel discomfort in my lower back but before games man i would have needles all across my back my hamstrings my groin my psoats i used to do everything He's Dr. Harry Douglas. I'm the nurse's assistant known as Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, <laughs> the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Let us know at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Are the Jaguars not going to be the number one seed? Are they not in contention for that, even though there's still plenty of football to be played? Five games left, but Trevor Lawrence, the high ankle sprain, that could derail their dreams. Are those dreams derailed about Jacksonville being a number one seed in the AFC? Let us know at 888-729-3776 because you mentioned it. Not just the injury. Christian Kirk suffered an injury. They're saying it's a core injury, so he may be done. A guy who's so, been a really so, good wide receiver for them with the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. That's another one, a groin injury. I've had groin surgery twice on both of them. It, it's it's weird for a wide receiver because a lot of your movements is sharp cuts, twisting and turning, and you know getting separation from a defensive back. Using your so, core. Exactly. And what a lot of people don't understand about the groin injuries – Everything from your groin area to your core, to your abs, your abdomen, all those things are attached with one another. So things that can bother it, just throwing the football. Okay. Because you're not thinking about your torso and, and, and your core area twisting and turning, but throwing the football the wrong way could bother your groin. So all those type of things, man, that's going to be going on for Kristen Kirk and then the high ankle sprain with Trevor Lawrence that are not should not be diminished okay. because they are bigger than what people probably think they are. This conversation is bothering my groin just thinking about it. It's hurting right now just thinking about what you just described, what you had gone through. Oh, yeah, I got, I got those two Kirk. I got those two slashes right down there. What? They had to cut me open. What, yeah, I got two slashes. Really? Yeah. Yep. I'm two se- two I'm separate way times. Too, I'm, way, I'm learning way too much more about you and your body. Yeah. <laughs> right, right I didn't been under I didn't been under the knife. A lot of times. Man. Jeez. Christian Kirk, you have our sympathies and prayers, number one, based on what Harry <laughs> Douglas just had to say. But if we don't think that the Jacksonville Jaguars have a prayer to be a number one seed, all of a sudden the Cincinnati Bengals got a little bit of a prayer. Ooh. Jake Brown looked awfully comfy last night. But we said it yesterday. Two things better happen for him to feel comfortable. Number one, run the football a little bit more, Joe Mixon. And ding, number ding. two, Get that boy involved early, meaning Jamar Chase, the wide receiver. They did both of those things. And Jake Browning, at one point, he didn't miss a pass. Had not thrown any completion. And they just kept getting more and more confident. The defense was playing better. They knew it was going to be a kind of situation. All the press was on Jacksonville. There was no pressure on Cincinnati. And they went out there, and they kept ramping up that pressure. And Jake Browning, at times, was playing quarterback just a little bit better than Trevor Lawrence in that game last night when it comes to the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback. And, Freddie, I'll tell you this. I remember when Joe Burrow got hurt versus the Baltimore Ravens, and then we heard Zach Taylor speak um, Mm -hmm. after that injury and how confident he was and still his football team and his quarterback, backup quarterback at the time, Jake Browning. And we should have let – our antennas should have went up Uh because we should have read between the lines. 
they have extreme confidence in their backup quarterback. And I even heard the broadcast last night talking about, you know, Joe Burrow and how he can help Jake Browning and Joe Burrow basically telling them, hey, he's good. Like, he's a smart young man. He's played a lot of football at Washington. And last night what Jake Browning displayed was a simple fact that he's good. For him to go 32 of 37 for 354 yards in a touchdown and not turn the football over. But like you mentioned, Freddie, Joe Mixon. And it wasn't just Joe Mixon. It was also Chase Brown, the rookie fifth-round pick uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals this Mm. year. As a team, they rushed for 156 yards and three touchdowns. But Jamar Chase, you want to win? Put Booby in. Jamar (laughs) Chase, man, showed up and showed out. 12 targets, 11 catches, 149 yards and a touchdown. And that goal route on third and two. For them to believe in Jake Browning the same way, now don't take this out of context, ladies and gentlemen, but for them to believe in Jake Browning the same way they believe in Joe Burrow in that type of environment on third and two that he can get that ball to his, to their star player means everything and says everything. And you can see the emotion on Jamar Chase's face and how he hit the gritty in the end zone, right. that he's happy that he's able to get the football even when Joe Burrow's not out there. But it, another thing that stood out to me, Zach Taylor, the previous week, tried to go a lot of empty formation. Mm -hmm. Jake Browning struggled a little bit. This week, you know what? We're going to max protect a little bit more. We're going to leave more guys inside to protect our quarterback so he's more comfortable and can get the football off. And it paid dividends for the Cincinnati Bengals last night. Even Zach Taylor, the coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, he said, man, my dude, Jake Browning, was on fire. I mean, he just lit the world on fire. Halftime, you know, I wasn't sure if we had an incompletion if the ball had hit the ground yet. And... I just thought he managed the game beautifully well. He was aggressive with some of his throws. Uh, did a great job making plays with his feet. Uh, one of the naked throws he made must have been probably to Mitch, I would imagine. It was what was an outstanding throw with 41 right in his face. And so just uh, really proud of Jake and the job he did. And the guy was rallying around and making plays for him, protecting him, run game getting going. It all helped Jake. And, uh, you know, really, really proud of the team win, but really proud of Jake. And his second career start to come out here on Monday Night Football and do what he did today is pretty cool. One of the things about the fact you have the extra playoff berth in each conference, even at 6-6, six and six, you have hope if you are the Cincinnati Bengals. You still have the Colts. All of a sudden, that becomes an interesting game mm-hmm. because the Colts are 7-5 and five and you're 6-6. Six and six. That could almost be an elimination game with Cincinnati 10th in the playoff standings. You got the Colts, Vikings, Steelers, Chiefs, and Browns. It's not going to get any easier for the Cincinnati Bengals, but now it comes to a trust factor. Because I mentioned the Browns and the Steelers. Just like the Bengals and the Colts, everybody out of those four, that gang of four, have backup quarterbacks that they're going to need to play well. We've seen what Gardner Minshew's been able to do for the Indianapolis Colts. He's been dynamite for this team ever since Anthony Richardson was out for the season, rookie quarterback with an injury. But Cleveland's got to rely on Joe Flacco or hope that Jordan Thompson-Robinson comes back. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they don't know what they're going to do at quarterback because they say Mitchell Trubisky's going to be the guy now. They don't know how long Kenny Pickett's going to be out. I don't know if that's going to work out for the Steelers. I never thought I would say this, but at this point right now, the Bengals and the Colts, with their backup quarterbacks, have more of a trust factor with me than the teams in front of them when it comes to the Browns and Steelers with their backup quarterbacks. Well, Freddie Coleman, that makes two of us. I believe right now, when you look at those four football teams, I believe in Gardner Minshew, Minshew mania, porn Mm -hmm. star stash (laughs) Minshew. You know what I'm saying? I believe in Minshew because what he's displayed this season, and also not only him, I believe in their head coach, Shane Steichen. I believe in, in, in his principles and what he's teaching and the position he's yeah. going to put his players in, right, to become and be successful. Now, when you look at the Cincinnati Bengals, I believe in Zach Taylor. 
Okay. We also can't forget that their defense led by Lou Anarumo, they had four sacks last night, right? They got out the Trevor Lawrence. They were able to make plays on that side of the football, even though it was a close game. And when you look at Jake Browning and the way that he came in that game versus the Baltimore Ravens and that way he played when the lights were the brightest last night on Monday Night Football, I believe in those two football teams, the Bengals and the Colts, more so than I do the the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers because of the quarterback position. I watched that game this morning Mm -hmm. of the Pittsburgh Steelers and Kenny Pickett. I hope he gets well uh, as soon as possible. But there are times I'm saying to myself, what is he looking at? Because guys are wide open and like literally wide open. And I don't know what he's looking at. And he's deciding to tuck the ball and run. So I I believe in those two teams more so than I believe in the Ravens, excuse me, in the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. The top 11 teams in AFC, only three games separate them between Miami and Baltimore at nine and three and the Bengals, Broncos and Buffalo Bills at six and six. That's how competitive things are going to really get crucial now in the final five games, the final five weeks of the AFC. Like I mentioned, Miami and Baltimore, 9-3. Kansas City and Jacksonville, 8-4. and four. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Houston, all 7-5. and five. Denver, Cincinnati, and Buffalo at 6-6. Six and six. Only a three-game separation between the top of the AFC and in terms of the playoff race, teams 10-11, and 9-10-11 and 11 when it comes to Denver, Cincinnati, and Buffalo – And more than ever before, if your quarterback can be adaptable and you can Mm -hmm. adapt to your quarterback when so many teams are having to play a backup quarterback, Jacksonville's about to find that out as an 8-4 team. Pittsburgh's about to find that out as a 7-5 team. The Browns have already found out about that as a 7-5 team. So same thing with the Colts. Look at the Texans. Their quarterback is going to be right. Denver Broncos, their quarterback has been right. Now Cincinnati believes we got a quarterback that's right. And now all of a sudden, a team that's on the outside looking in, even though they have teams in front of them, maybe too many, that doesn't mean that they're clearly out of that at 6-6 six and six with Jake Browning if he continues to look like that for Cincinnati. And I got to give a shout-out to the NFL for that seventh playoff spot on both sides because how phenomenal has that made the regular season by adding one more spot in the NFC and the AFC? You look at a lot of these teams that – right now on the outside looking in or look at the teams that are in the six and seven spot on both sides and, and people that are down below them as well and how they're fighting things out right now, how every game matters right. to be able to get into the dance because I'm a firm believer in if you get in the dance, man, you have a chance. Mm-hmm. And I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way, Freddie. Mm-hmm. Number one seed in 2010, 13-3 for the Falcons. Guess who got into the dance their last game? Oh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Well, guess what they did? They went on the road in every single game, including the Super Bowl, and went on to win it. So if you get in the dance, damn it, you got a chance. When there are no dominant teams, there's no doubt that somebody should not be afraid of anybody that's ahead of them, no matter how close or how far that can be. Tony in South Carolina at 888-729-3776. Tony's got something to say. Tony, what you got? Hey, guys. Listen, uh, thanks for having me. Love listening to you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate Um, it. I I usually grab you near the end of the week and not the beginning of the week, but you guys had my Who Day guys on this this afternoon, so I had to hear what you had to say because I sat – look, I sat there shocked last night, okay? And and there's nobody that's probably more engaged in them from 700 miles away. But um, what I wanted to throw in was you guys were talking about Zach Taylor 
And last week against the Steelers, they had crappy weather. It was his first start. Um, they were really vanilla last week, and they did max protect, but they were also rolling them out. So they were doing smart things to try and help him be successful. But even when you do smart things, 32 of 37, mm. that's a legit backup quarterback. No, I, I, I agree with you. But it also is a testament of some of the things that we've heard from Joe Burrow, Zach Taylor, yeah. and also the teammates of Jake Browning that they weren't worried that Joe Burrow's down. Now, don't get me wrong, folks. You never want mm-hmm. a quarterback of the caliber of Joe Burrow to go down. Right. But if he does go down – it's a luxury to have extreme confidence in your backup, and it's also a luxury that that guy can go into a ball game and be 32 for 37 mm-hmm. for over 350 yards in a touchdown. On and the help, road. On the road, on national TV, and help lead them to a victory. That I, I, I can't diminish that by any means necessary. And by the way, for those who don't know, ESPN 1530 carries Bengals games. I have relatives in South Carolina. You can hear that station in South Carolina. Like it's right next door. So anybody that's a part of the Houday Nation, <laughs> that Houday <laughs> Nation is very, very strong. Eric in New York, my friend, what you got to say, brother? How you doing, guys? We're good, man. Always great to talk to you. Thank you. And um, listen, it just goes to show you how important quarterback play is in this league. If you have somebody that can go in and get the job done, you can save your season, okay? I mean, and, and right now, the, uh, the playoffs are still wide open for Cincinnati. They still got a chance because the teams ahead of them, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, my, my, my Steelers, your, your quarterback play is suspect. And if you don't have that, you know, you, you, you run the risk of not going on. So the Bengals are still – I was so surprised the way they played last night. But you know what? It just shows you if a team is desperate and they believe, they can get it done. Yeah, maybe the second most, the second most important play in the NFL – behind a starting quarterback or having a good starting quarterback is the backup quarterback. Well, look how imperative it was in 2022. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott goes down. Cooper Rush came comes in, and good he's point. able to hold a fort together. Went five you look and at one. the yeah. San Francisco 49ers. You know, Trey Lance goes down. Jimmy Garoppolo comes in and holds it down. Jimmy Garoppolo goes down. Then you have that man, Purdy, Devin, Brock Purdy, <laughs> who never gave that job back to any one of them. <laughs> so there, Devin, keep weighing in on the Dr. Pepper call online about quarterback death. The Bengals having a chance and maybe not a number one seed now for Jacksonville, depending how severe the ankle injury that could keep Trevor Lawrence out of the lineup. We can't wait to hear from you at Triple H say ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. And at 5-7 and seven in the AFC, the Los Angeles Chargers still have a chance at the playoffs. But they're more worried for their coach than themselves. Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. I got a story to tell. I got a story to tell. Go to the wishing well. <laughs> we got a story to tell. He is Harry Douglas, also with a story to tell. Joining me, Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. The AFC keeps telling that story. Only four games separate the Dolphins and the Ravens at 9-3 and three, to even the Chargers and the Raiders at 5-7 and seven, with five weeks left to play in a wide-open AFC. You have plenty of thoughts on that. We can't wait to hear from you at 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776, part of the Dr. Pepper call line because there could be some teams out there playing for their coaches' lives and not just their playoff lives along the lines of the Los Angeles Chargers. Curtis in North Carolina, my friend, what you got to say? Harry, Freddie, what's going on, my guys? Good, brother. What's going on, Curtis? Hey, check me out real quick, man. Like we talked about this, Freddie. Hey, it's wide open. AFC's wide open, but this opens up for the Buffalo Bills. Now, hear me out. Harry's going to be on Get Up telling me that boy bad <laughs> in a minute when I break this down for you. Buffalo Bills, one of two teams who had one of the latest buys. So they've had more time. Now their, their season has shortened. The buy is over. Season has shortened. Buffalo Bills, one of three teams who is in the hunt that still has a chance to win their division. There's not many teams like that. Most of the current teams that are in the wild card right now do not have a real chance to win their division. Okay, that's completely fair. But in a wide-open AFC, you could be number one or you could be number 11 to 12. That doesn't mean that anything is safe in a wide-open AFC going into the final five weeks of the season. That includes the Los Angeles Chargers. They may be 5-7, and seven, but they did beat the Patriots. They believe they still have a chance to get into the playoffs. Let's talk to one of their best players. He's running back Austin Eckler, Los Angeles Chargers running back. Hit him on Twitter at, at Austin Eckler. Joining us here in Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Austin, the trend is when it comes to teams in your position, a lot of guys are thinking about the playoffs and getting back into it. But you also have the added, I don't want to say the added thing when it comes to your coach and being in the hot seat. How have you guys been able to handle that, trying to get into the playoffs and blocking out that outside noise? 
Yeah, first off, thanks for having me on, boys. I appreciate it. Sure. Um, but yeah, man, there's there's a lot of criticism that comes in the world of sports. And, you know, we're not, this isn't something new for us where it's like, oh, people are talking about us in some sort of way, either good or bad, right? You're going to hear it. And unfortunately, right now for us, we're going through a period where we've been struggling to be consistent on the on the field and our product is has been not necessarily where we think it should be. And so now we're five and seven. And, you know, you're going to get the scrutiny of this is going well, this is going bad. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not. But regardless, us as a team, we have to make sure we keep a, le- a level head and make sure we stay um, one week at a time and making sure we're staying together. Because actually Kobe came and talked to us one time out in the field. Um, it was about four or five years ago. And he he used this analogy where he's like, when, when a lion is hunting um, and it's locked in on a gazelle, right, it's, it's not – it's not paying attention to the flies around its eyes. It's not paying attention to the grass waving in front of it. It's just locked on the target. And it's the same thing for us. Like all of this, all of the media and all of this talking about who's busted, who's going out, who's coming in, who's hot, who's not. It doesn't matter because what is our prize? Our prize is making sure we win on Sunday. And that's what we're locked in on. That's all we're looking at. I'm locked in. There's all these there's grass and trees and bugs. And it's like <laughs> I, I ain't paying attention to any of it. We got to make sure we try to put the best product on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then obviously um, leading up to Sunday. That's great stuff Amen. from the late Kobe Bryant, who's amazing from top to bottom. Uh, we surely do miss him on so many different levels. Now, your team is currently two games out of the playoff picture. Four of your last five games are divisional opponents, but the next one is the most important one, like you mentioned, uh, against the Denver Broncos. How important is it for you guys that you get this victory and you don't squander an opportunity by not being ready? It's imperative. It's it's straight up imperative. Like it, it, it has to happen. We have to win. Like that is that's the mindset that we're in right now. Where, yes, that's been it before, um, but now there's even more pressure because we're at the end of the year, and the end of the year football is much more meaningful than the beginning of the year because the playoff picture is at stake. Um, and so for us as as a team, we're making sure like that. Yeah, that's the mindset. You know, it's not necessarily we got to go out there and do anything crazy, but like for sure we got to go out there and prepare like this is hey this, this is our in my mind this is our playoffs like we got to make sure we beat these teams because it is really murky right now in you know the afc and all these teams especially when we're playing each other right now we're playing other afc teams they matter even that much more because it's a division game and then you know an afc game so that's where that's where our mindset is and you know it's it's exciting it's exciting because there's so much at stake but it's also at, a, at the same time very like serious because there is so much at stake so it's a great time a man that does a great job keeping the bugs out of his eyes. He's Austin Eckler, Chargers running back, joining us here, Freddie and Harry, on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. He's a great follow on Twitter at Austin Eckler. You became just a third player to not only have 30 rushing touchdowns, but also 30 touchdowns in terms of receiving Austin with one franchise. You joined some hallowed ground when it came to having that achievement. When you heard about that, what was the first thing that went through your mind to say, man, I was able to do something like that? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I'm not really paying attention to that, right? I don't really know my stats over the years. Um, you know, when you hit a milestone like that, you know, like this one, one of the good things, there's a few good things, but one of the good things that comes from the media is that people pay attention to that stuff and give you the recognition. And so the recognition is always appreciated um, because there's a lot of work that goes into this, obviously. And when that when you hit milestones like that, it's really important, I think, to kind of take it take a moment and just be thankful um, of the journey and of yourself and the work you put in and the, and the teammates around you. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, 
it's a it's a great thing, but hey, there's more work to be done. I'm still playing, and yeah. you know, when I look look back when I'm retired, that's when I really appreciate even more of of how far I've come and what I've been able to accomplish. Austin, this is one of my favorite parts of the season because my mm-hmm. calls, my cleats get displayed during these football games. What is the inspiration behind your cleats? Yeah, so. I appreciate you bringing that up. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, my cause, my cleats, the great times because we all get to represent what we want to represent out there in the field. And for myself, I've really been fortunate to have opportunities. And when I mean opportunities, I mean really, really resources around my life to be able to help me get to the next level. It wasn't always that they were the best or the highest quality, but it was there. Mm-hmm. You know, I came from a one stoplight town, a farm town out in um, Colorado, Eaton, Colorado, and it wasn't the, the cleanest or it's one of those towns you drive through and you're like, who would live here? Like that was where Austin was from. And wow. it wasn't that it was the best, but it, it was there. And so with my foundation, the, the Eckler Foundation, what we've been doing is putting resources back in the communities where those are lacking, whether that's washers and dryers at schools for people to go and do their laundry at school if they need to, whether it's weight rooms, whether it's equipment, school supplies. So really putting tangible resources that people can go and use to help. They don't even know it's helping them be a better version of themselves a lot of times because they're so young, but them having that thing is helping them be the person that they're going to be. And if they don't have it, it's going to be detrimental. They're not going to be able to learn those skills. And so that's where my cause comes in. And that's what I'm representing on the field here this week. How does a young man not only be a part of that, be a part of the NFL, and have a partnership with FedEx? Because I want to hear about that. How does a young man like Austin Eckler go from a one-stoplight town to having a partnership with FedEx in a short amount of time? Yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of my efforts, not only the foundation, but, you know, I have my stream. I do my fantasy football podcast. I do a lot of different things that try to bring people together. Um, I have my motivational um, column that I have, and I'm really trying to help bring resources to people and make them a better version of themselves by either teaching them something, giving them extra uh, principles to live by, or even actually giving them a tangible resource to even go out there and use. And it really was a, a big synergy with FedEx and what they're doing with um, the air and ground awards that they have. And what they're doing is recognizing the best performance, you know, every single week from the quarterback to um, the running backs. And then at the end of the year, they do a donation um, to that players, whoever wins that those players, uh, HBCUs in the form of scholarships in the form of um, helping out, you know, other, other people, right. Same synergies that I have means to help other people be a better version of themselves. And so that's where that, that partnership came in. Um, It was really just, my efforts and their efforts really coming into a synergy and uh, us making it happen. Terrific football player and even better person. He is Austin Eckler, Los Angeles Chargers running back. Great follow on Twitter. Hit him up anytime you want at Austin Eckler. Can't wait to see him in action once again when they take on the Denver Broncos this Sunday, 425 Eastern time on CBS in Los Angeles. Austin, keep up the great work, not only on the football field, but off the football field. Go get him this weekend. And thanks a lot for joining us on Freddie and Harry. Appreciate it. And make sure, make sure you go to FedEx Air and Ground Awards at NFL.com and make sure you vote for the NFL Ground and Player Awards every single week so you can help us donate to the HBCUs and, and continue to affect people. But I appreciate you guys, boys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Like you mentioned, go to NFL.com and check that out. Click that on and make sure everybody gets a chance to have an equal chance to have that kind of equal footing because Austin Eckler, those are the kind of people that make the NFL better, not only on the field but off the field. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. So the Jets are going to go back to Zach Wilson at quarterback. 
even though there were reports out there that he may not want to? When you use sources and whether intentional or unintentional, try to assassinate someone's character like that report does for Zach, I have a, I have a real hard time with that. That's what Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show. You're going to find out what else he had to say about how Wilson can survive said reports. Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Only the New York Jets can start a quarterback for two games and then cut them because that's what the Jets and Jets do. Which brings us to this on Freddie and Harry. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as telling your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. The Jets waived quarterback Tim Boyle. They decided that that Boyle was not boiling anymore for them. After two games of starting quarterback, they cut him on Tuesday. They signed Brett Rippon from the pass, from the practice squad, which means that just maybe, just maybe, Zach Wilson gets another chance to be the starting quarterback again for the New York Jets. And you know the guy that was supposed to be the quarterback but then got injured had something to say about that in Pat McAfee show. He is Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Jets. When you use sources and whether intentional or unintentional, try to assassinate someone's character like that report does for Zach, I have a, I have a real hard time with that. That that was, how can he not read it any other way? I mean, you're basically saying that this Quit. this kid is, is quitting on the team and, and doesn't want to play and has given the middle finger to the organization. Now, listen, uh, I don't want to speak for him because he's going to get a chance this week to speak, and I'm going to let him speak. I'll tell you that I love the kid, and I've spent a lot of time with him, uh, and I think he's uh, an amazing young man, and he is young. He's gone through a lot of in the last three years, and he's got every right to be frustrated and disappointed about it. I think he's done a good job of standing up and taking accountability this year. So here's my thing. Why say that if you're Aaron Rodgers, if you 100% don't know? You just said you're going to allow him to speak for himself. That's a good point. Allow Zach Wilson to speak for himself then. And, and, and for me, in this business, Freddie, a lot of people, most people that I know and work with, they're not just going to put things out there just because. Diana Rossini, who used to work with us, mm-hmm. does a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. And she is a person that I do trust in those regards when it comes to information and presenting that information. And for Aaron Rodgers to just say that, and it's only one person he's talking to in that clip, and he's talking to Diana because that's where we got it from. Right. I, I, I don't think that's cool. Number one, and this is the same Diana Rossini who he tried to shame mm-hmm. at one point earlier, right, when it came to the text messaging thing and that mm-hmm. whole nine. Right. So I, I don't I don't think that's cool. If if you don't 100% know if you're Aaron Rodgers, allow Zach Wilson to talk for himself. What's the old line from the Seinfeld episode? It's not a lie if you believe it. That's where we are with this. Aaron Rodgers knows that his voice is going to be a lot more in terms of volume and effect than a reporter, even though Diana Rossini has been more than a credible reporter when she worked here now working for The Athletic. So, yeah, when you're a mama bear, you're going to protect your cub. Aaron Rodgers is mama bear, and Zach Wilson is his cub. That's his little baby. That's his, and, Which is fine. You, you support those who you believe that you should support. But there's a way to go about it because let's get to the skinny of this whole thing. Zach Wilson has not shown enough for people to want to believe anybody in the Jets organization as opposed to somebody outside the Jets organization, whether it's Diana Rossini, Kimberly Martin, whoever covers the National Football League. 
the Jets don't have any credibility with Zach Wilson because they know they don't have credibility with Zach Wilson. So Robert Sala can say all he wants at the press conference saying, well, you know, he wants to be here. Let's be clear. If he was reluctant to play guys, he wouldn't be here. Okay. All right. I actually coincidentally just got done speaking with him. Uh, he came in about a half hour ago and we had a really good conversation. Sure. The young man wants the ball. Okay. He wants to start. He believes he's the best uh, quarterback in the room and best quarterback for this team and the okay. best and the guy who gives us the best chance to win. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you guys the same thing I told him. I appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that he wants to play. I'm just not there yet. I appreciate the fact he wants to play. Okay. <laughs> and Jetsian, as a Jets fan, this is the nonsense I've gone through for the past 55 freaking years with this organization. Jetsian stuff like that and Jetsian things being said like that. Freddie, it's a privilege to play in the National Football League. A privilege to play in the National Football League, right? Everyone don't, doesn't have that luxury to be able to do that. But we're talking about Zach Wilson now. 59% of his passes, uh, 59% of his passes he's completed. Six touchdowns and seven interceptions. It hasn't looked right Mm -hmm. since he put on a Jet uniform. Mm -hmm. It hasn't looked right. And you can't sit up here and tell me he doesn't feel some type of way. Absolutely. From starting being yanked. Starting being yanked. As he should. being yanked. Mm -hmm. As he should. And I get it. I understand it. You're exactly right. I know from Zach Wilson, I'm thinking, you guys don't want me starting anyway. You guys don't want me here. But you drafted me the second pick in the draft. So now you have to come back to me. I'd feel some sort of way, too, if I was Zach Wilson. Because this organization has failed Zach Wilson. And they failed him from the jump by drafting me the second pick in the draft, which they probably should not have done to him or anybody else in the organization. All right. We will determine the four best teams in the NFL and the two teams left out. It's the debut of the Freddie and Harry NFL Selection Committee, guaranteed to make you mad next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.